Blog Talk Radio. for joining us on our second show today. Today we are having Nikki Turner, best-selling author of uh, Essence, USA Today, and the New York Times. One second. And we have uh, my co-host, Mario Givens, on the line with us today. Talking to you, um, we had a little situation, but we got that handled. So, um, tell us what you have going on now. What I have so much I want to talk to you about. This is like really an honor to even have you on our show. Um, oh, thank you for having me. No, it really is. You really, you really don't know, but now you know. Um, <laughs> first of all, I just want to start off with. Um, how did you start off writing? Now, I looked on your um, website, and I saw um, about the computer. Your computer was either stolen or broken, and someone bought you a new one? No, 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 no. A boyfriend took my – a boyfriend gave me this computer for Valentine's Day, and then I put okay. him cheating on me, and then he, oh. he when we broke up, I broke up with him because, you know, I wasn't going to deal with anybody cheating on me. So when I broke up with him, he decides he's going to take – Everything he ever gave me back when I left to go to work. So he went in my apartment and took everything back that he had ever given me, including the computer that I had my book on. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for clearing that up. writing in what year? Um, I'm thinking 99, I'm thinking. 99, okay. I do have your list of books in front of me. 
Okay, so was that just you writing in your notebook or keeping a journal, or was that an actual book that you that was had published? That, that was the book that um, got taken off of the computer. And then when I ended up getting um, a new computer, because, you know, okay. back then, so nobody was really into backing up. And, you know, you didn't really know the importance of that. And I had a disk in the computer, but the disk was in the computer. So I saved it on the disk, but I didn't take the disk out. So when he took the computer, that and the whole book left. You know what I'm saying? So then I had to start over with um, a whole new book, which ended up being Hustler's Life. Okay, okay. Because I have a list all the way back to 2003. Right, that's it. That's what I'm looking at now. And then you had a project check. Girl, you you consistently keep it going, and I love it. Um, And now, where are you from originally? Richmond, Virginia. Virginia? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, do you ever come through Chicago? Like, do you ever do book tours and Oh, yeah, I've been, I love, love, love Chicago. I love the magnificent. Really? Wow. I love okay. Chicago. Okay. I did get a chance to go to your YouTube and um, look at some of your videos. And we just, I see you um, acquainted with uh, J.M. Benjamin. We had him last week. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. 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 Um, now, since you have been, you've been writing since, so you've been writing since 99 then. Right. Okay. Now, since you've been writing, that's been a long time, with numerous books, numerous accolades. I see USA Today, New York Times, bestseller, and Essence. Yes. So what has writing done for you? In your own words. And what, what aspect? Uh, overall, just overall, what what do you feel like um, how writing has benefited you? Oh, my God. To... So, writing has changed my life. You know, just from an aspect wow. of being a single parent and being a sole provider for my children, writing has allowed me to do that. And just on that note alone, and then just, in another on another note, just being able to give back, you know, being able to, to right. go to a book signing and somebody tell me, oh, I never read one book, and then, you know, I was inspired to read the Nikki Turner book, or going to a book, mm-hmm. having people come to a book signing and it's a teenage daughter and it's her mother and then it's the grandmother, so it's three generations of women saying, this is how we connect. We read your books and, and we connect like this, like that's great to me. To have somebody, wow. I was in California last month, and this girl told me, she said, you know what, I drove six hours to see you. Like, really? You know? Yes, to yes. To be able to give back and impact somebody else's life. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm a writer myself, so that right there, that I can I can definitely relate to that. That's a, um, It's an honor when you know that your, your writing, what you wrote and your story actually affected somebody else's, and they helped yes. them. Yeah, right. Yeah. It has to be them. a purpose. Right. And just, to, you yeah. know, like I said one time before, like, you know, if I can just touch, if my story can touch one person, then I've done my job. But to be able to do that book after book after book after book. And then on another note, like I was an avid reader before I became a writer. 
So it's so funny because before I called in, I was talking to my girlfriend, and he was talking about Ghetto Superstar. And she had never read Ghetto Superstar, so I started, like, trying to summarize the book to her. So then I said, hold on, hold on, let me read this part to you. So I pulled out the book, and I was trying to find the part. I found the part for her, and I started reading the one chapter to her that I thought was hilarious. And so I was just like, wow, you know, it's so crazy how I'm reading this book to you, man. But I'm so freaking entertained myself. But to be able mm-hmm. to, like, read the book and still be entertained, you know, that's great. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's really, really awesome. You have done so much in the um, literary fiction field. It's just I'm overwhelmed. With your oh, works and your you. books, the numerous books that you have, you you are nonstop, and I love it. Now, um, I want to ask you about um, you were raised in the Baptist church. Yeah, and that you it was something I found on one of the websites. Um, you were raised in the Baptist church, and that you write your stories for the young girls to be forewarned about the vicious street life. You know how they see it, and they think, "Oh, it's all glamorous, and it's really not." Right. So, tell us a little bit about that. Um, I just think, like you know, with the girl, like I think that you know, the street life is like an untamed animal, and it's like mm-hmm. an animal that can't be tamed. So it's like you know, you see the glitz and you see the glam, and you see the cars, the money, the jewels, and all the mm-hmm. um, perks that come with it, but. Yeah. At the same time, there's a whole dark side to that whole life. And, you know, we a lot of times when you go into any situation, not just the street life, but, like, when you go to a job and you go to, you know, those things, sometimes we're so quick to be intrigued about the pay or the, the perks that come with it that you don't see the dark side. So I just wanted, right. you know, to be able to paint a picture. So, you know, you can see you can go to jail. And right now in this in this day and time, the feds, they are giving out football numbers. But I just had a yeah. girlfriend last summer to go to prison for operating a stash house because somebody had something in her house that she didn't even know, and they gave her 10 years. Oh, my God. So, yeah. you know, it's like nobody really talk about the bad, the downside of it. Or, you know, you could just be right. so caught up and you could get on drugs. You could get this drug right. habit that you can't shake, that you got to, you know, lower your standards and degrade yourself to do something to, to to get this type of drug. And so I just wanted to show those things to young girls, you know, because this is pictures mm-hmm. and arrows and, and roadblocks and a lot of things that you get yourself caught up into that nobody really talk about. So I wanted to be able to, you know, express that through my writing to them, you know, have a lesson. Yes, that's definitely. You know, if you're going to be in this lifestyle, be aware of the, these are things that come with it. Yes, Absolutely. They um, our youth nowadays definitely need to know that, and they're not like we were. I think it's 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 like worse, much much worse than the eighties and nineties. You know, this two thousand about to be two thousand twelve. So we really like to try to get the message out there, but you know, sometimes they have to just go through it to find out, which is kind of sad. So. Because we try to prevent our children. I have two teenagers, so you try to prevent them from making the same mistakes you did. Exactly. They think they know it all, so (laughs) I just continue to pray for them and and, and keep it moving. Exactly, Uh -uh. exactly. I am looking at um, Essence Best-Selling Author. Now, how did that come about? 
And that was in two was that two thousand four, two thousand five. I'm on the um site A A L B C dot com. Mm-hmm. So it has a lot well, of your accolades listed. Oh yeah, Go well, ahead. you know, Essence has a best well, they had a best sellers list. And um Hustler's Life was on their list, um, like a month after it came out and it, it was on it, you know, for I think like a year and a half straight and it was number one wow. for a year, and then it only moved another two when Project Kid came out. So we were on there for a long time. And then over the years, I've been on and off Essence, you know. Okay. Okay, we're going to um, take a short break, and then when I come back, my co-host is going to um, continue the interview. Okay. So I'm going to put you on hold for one second. We'll be right back. Okay. Conduct the second half of the interview, Mario. Okay. Hey, how you doing, Miss Turner? Hey, Mario, how you doing? I'm okay. Um, just want to say, Black Writers Place, actually appreciate you coming on the show, taking your time out to talk to us about a few things. Oh no, no problem. Thank you for having me. No, thank you. I mean, it's an opportunity to 
for the local people and the local uh, readers to to get to know who you are and stuff like that. And and so we all can sit down and discuss future things and past things and just get to know you as an author and a writer itself because I am a writer also. Okay. Um, me personally, I get right into the depth of things. Uh, I don't pretty much have no criteria on what I want to ask. I, it just comes out my soul into yours, if that's fine with you. Okay. All right. I mean, pretty much, I just want to know, from a writer's standpoint, was there anything challenging about the writings and the books that you wrote? Of course. Doing anything that's outside of the box is a challenge, you know? Do you mean, like, um, the writing process or? Yeah, just just like when you sit down and, and you're in your zone and, and you you trying to prepare a book and and you want to get it out there and put the best material you got. What what is the challenge in into doing that? Well, for me, the challenge is always physically sitting down and starting the book, writing the first chapter of the book. Getting like the first three chapters of the book is actually the the, the most challenging part for me. And then once I get the first couple chapters, two to three chapters down then I'm on my way. So just physically sitting down, you know, getting my mind frame in that I need to write, start this book, it's the hardest part for me. Okay, yeah. Um, Like I said, me being a writer, when I sit down, it's just getting it out there from the mind to the pen to the paper, you know, and, and looking at a lot of things that you wrote and talk about, and I'm amazed by you. You know, I feel like, as a woman, you you hit you hit it on the head like every time you write something. You talk about things oh, thank that. thank you so much. No, no, we've been we've been serious about what we talk about here. Like things you talk about is what we need to pay attention to, you know, as far as the urban things that goes on in our communities. You hit it on the head all the time, and we appreciate that, you know, because we don't get that every day in our media. The truth, you know what I mean? We always get the fabrication of everything. Right. I mean, uh, I I think one of the things that helps me is I was an avid reader before I became a writer. So I basically tell stories that I want to read that are still entertaining to me. Okay. As far as the end of this year, going into 2012, like pretty much like what do you have going on? Like what should we as readers be looking for as far as Nikki Turner, like, I'm going to grab something from Nikki Turner. What is going to be in 2012? Well, right now they can grab the Christmas book, Street Chronicles, Christmas in the Hood, because, you know, after the Christmas book. Um, Project Two, uh, Project Chick 2 will come out next year. And then I have, like, a couple of other things that I'm working on, but I'm not really finished yet. So, I mean, I have a lot of things on the horizon. I'm going to school, taking some um, film classes, and um, trying to make it happen. Oh, wow. Uh, what's the wow factor of the Christmas in the hood? Because everybody loves Christmas, right? Especially in the hood. So, like, what's the wow factor when it comes to that novel itself? Hmm. I think the um, wow factor, the whole book is entertaining, first of all, from start to freaking finish, okay? Like, the whole <laughs> book is just entertaining. If you want something, you know, to to take the stress out of Christmas in the Hood, and you pick up this book, Christmas in the Hood. It's so entertaining. You got a grandma hustling, trying to make Christmas in the Hood. Um, 
you got The Grinch That Stole Christmas. It's like so much. It's just such a great book. I love this book. Okay. Uh, as far as uh, Christmas in the Hood, um, where would a person like myself or the readers that's listening, where would they get this this book at? Like, would they just go online? Anywhere books are sold, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, you know, any of the sites. They can go to um, imnikkiturner.com. That's my blog site. They can go on there, and there is a page that links to Amazon. Okay. Because uh, I'm actually looking at it right now, and I have to give me a copy of it also. Um, Thank you. Pretty much. Nikki Turner, I mean, you have a lot of things that's going on, and I'm a person that's want to get my material out there. Like, what is the hardest thing that you can do or the hardest thing you've been through trying to get your book out there so everybody can read it? Like, what is the hardest thing that an author has to go through just to get that book out there on shelves or on online or stuff like that? I mean, it's a whole process. I mean, we can go on endless. There's so much that an author has to do. You know, you have to go through, you have to get distribution. Um, you have to make sure that your publisher even likes the book. It's a lot. You know, you have to make sure there's an awareness for the book. People know about the book. You have to, you know, promote the book. Now, in addition to that's after the book is done, but prior to the book being done, it's like rounds and rounds and rounds and rounds and rounds of editing. And for me, like, I'm with a major publishing house, so it's like I turned in a book in um, April. It don't come out to the next April because I'm going through, you know, it's not like I turn it in and then you give it to the publisher and then, you know, it's coming out in two months. It don't go like that. You know, you have rounds and rounds and rounds and rounds and rounds of editing. So, you know, it's not like you just write a rough draft of a book. And you know this as a writer, you don't write a rough draft of a book and then it comes out, you know, next week. It don't go like that. It's like so much the editorial process is drooling. And so okay. that's, like, so, so tough. And, you know, I don't think that readers and, you know, consumers know how much of the editing process that we go through to get that book into the finished format. Wow. So, like, for us, what's the advice for uh, of, a, of a writer that's trying to get out there, like, where you at right now? Would it just be more than just patience, or do that person need to do something else, oh, yeah. like, Prayer, a lot of prayer. No, I'm just. Um, um, I think you got to be consistent. Like this is an industry, and you guys know this is an industry where you can, you have to be consistent. You know, as a writer, it's because you got to be consistent in writing your story. You got to be consistent every single day. You got to pound the keys to get that story done, and then after you get it done, you got to keep on reiterating, you know, I have this book, I have this book, I have this book. And being a writer is not just a word, it's just not just a job, it's a lifestyle. You know, mm-hmm. it don't ever stop. You constantly pounding yeah. the pavement. You in Walmart and lying down your baby, food or whatever, and you talking to the person and I and giving them a bookmark, letting them know about your book. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that's not one time that I don't go in Walmart, Target, Kmart, or any of them stores, and not walk in there and see if they have my book, you know? It's a hustle. And also for the aspiring writer, on my um, on my blog, I am com on Tuesday I just posted um, some inspired, 
tips for the aspiring writer. So that is like a good resource that aspiring writers can go to to see it. It's on my blog, com, and they can find like 10 writer tips. And those, um, I got a lot of good feedback about that. Okay. And I have one more question before I, before we go back to commercial break, if that's fine with you. Okay. Uh, as far as uh, a woman's work, the Street uh, Chronicles, what what uh, what is it about this book that a woman can really grasp on that? Like like a woman who want to pick this novel up and say, you know what? What is she talking about? Okay, I got um, the finest female voices: Keisha Scott, Tyson, Lakeisha Cox, and Monique Hall. They've been delivering these stories about women who had hard sacrifices to stay on top of their hustle and achieve the power of money and fame. Because they came there without. So this is a story. Initially, I did Girls in the Game, which was a street chronicle that I did like about eight five years ago. And everybody loved um, Girls in the Game, so I wanted to come back with part two of Girls in the Game. So that's when I came up with the concept for women's work. You know that are grown women, you know, trying to make it, and you know, it's four different stories with four different um, main characters with four different struggles. And it's just, again, it's so entertaining from start to finish. Wow. Um, we're about to go to commercial break, but before we go to commercial break, I want to tell all the readers and listeners or whoever paying attention to Nikki Turner, support this sister. She's talking about things we need to listen to and pay attention to. So support this sister. she got a lot going on from the past to the present and future. So take your time out and get to know Nikki Turner. You can go to iNikkiTurner.com, and you can... Um, I am. I am. Nikki I am. Turner. I'm sorry. I am NikkiTurner.com. We're going to put that M in there. We're going to make sure we get the M in there. So I am NikkiTurner.com. Uh, get to know who she is and support the sister. She's very brilliant. So we're going to go commercial. Hello. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> This has really been an honor having you on our show, on our second show also. I was oh so God. excited when I contacted you on Twitter and you sent me a reply back instantly. Sure. And I was like, really? Okay, okay. So it took a couple days to sink in. But, yes, we are really honored to have you. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we're just starting out and really trying to. I've always been, I actually started this in 06. And just supporting writers, and it, it wasn't no thing about nobody being a big name. It's just the passion, you know, and the stories, mm-hmm. and uh, real, real writers. Because you know, you got some people okay, they throw a book out, but it takes um, a certain passion to actually have it down on the inside of you. So I kind of, I've always been attracted to that. So I'm like, okay, what am I do with this? Started the networking site. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put the magazine out. Then everything else started just coming, like, okay, then I'm going to do interviews, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that. So it's an honor to even have your name on our show, oh, to, have, to be able to talk to you directly. I can't wait till you come to Chicago or if we're that way, because I'm, I'm going to start to, to, um, I'm gonna start touring um, the United States pretty much. So it's not going to always oh, be on wow. the radio. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't playing with this. I've been wanting to do this for years. So it's like now it's, it's kind of dropped in my lap, and I'm going to roll with it. So, um, That's right. 
Any, I will be um, continuing to follow you. Any events that we have um, that that you will be having, we will be hitting those. Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna keep up with everybody's calendar and see. Okay, well, I want to go to that. I want to go to that. Then I want to have something here too. So when we right. have our first event, I will definitely make sure that you are on our guest list. Well, thank to come you so speak. much. Yeah, you're welcome. And um, we're going to conclude the interview, but once again, okay. we, ooh, I can't I can't keep saying Thank it enough. Thank you for having me, girl. We really are, yes, no problem, anytime. And it's not going to be the last one either. So um, we will definitely keep in contact, myself and Mario, and um, we're going to be watching on the web. And I'm okay. going to um, probably be contacting you about getting some copies of your book in here. Because okay. also what I'm doing... Check my yes. blog every day because I, I upload, you know, I post every single day. So you definitely have to check it. Okay, okay, because I'm on the computer all day anyway. I'm back and forth on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. So I will definitely put that on my list. And um, we just want to thank you again. We really appreciate your time. You just taking the time out of your schedule to talk to little old oh, thank It you. feels really good. <laughs> so um, we're going to let you go and get back to um, – Enjoy the rest of your evening, and we will Thank talk you to you soon. No yes, problem. Anytime, anytime. Let me know. I will. Thank you. Oh, we're going to be in contact. I got a new friend. Okay. That's right. so, okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thanks.
Hello, we are back, and we have Brian W. Smith with us today. Hello, Brian. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you really well. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to talk to us today. Man, no problem. I appreciate y'all inviting me. No problem. I really enjoyed seeing you Friday. Brian was just here in Chicago uh, at a book signing at Books, Inc., and yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. Yeah, had a good time. First time, first time ever coming to Chicago for a book signing. So I was um, really? happy to see. Yeah, I was happy to see the turn. Now we had a good time. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I can't wait to get you back back in here so we can get you in the studio. But um, you have the, your two latest books. Um, I had everything in front of me, and of course, what what are the two latest books that you have? I know I purchased them, and yeah. my daughter read both of them, and she loved them. She's like, "Are you going to get some more? I need to read some more of his books." <laughs> I like, yeah, I'm so serious. And I was like, "Okay, well, Brittany, you going to do the interview with them? No, but she read both of them in like one day. Um, I've collaborated with a few people. 
So um, okay. total I've written, I, I think it's 12. But um, as an individual, I, I've written 10. Okay. And you also have your own publishing company you started, right? Yeah, when I um <clears throat> when I started, you know, I, I had just finished um, my MBA. I was doing the corporate America thing, and I just finished graduate school, and I was like, you know, um, I started doing a little research after I had written um, written that book, Mama's Lies. I had the manuscript, and I was like, okay, what do I do with this manuscript now? So I said, um, I guess let me research the process of getting into a publishing house. So I um, started doing a little research, and it wasn't long before I figured out. I was like, shit, I can do this myself, and I can keep most of the money. <laughs> so, right, right. Yeah, that's always So I went fun. ahead and um, I went ahead and and opened up. You know, to self-publish, you have to go ahead and establish a, you know, a corp, a, um, a company structure anyway. So mm-hmm. I went ahead and started Holly Grove Publishing. And then Mama's Lies, Daddy's Pain did so well, and also wrote a book at that that I released a few, actually a few months before Mama's Lies. I, I wrote a book called The Swap Game. Uh, I, I just thought that Mama's Lies, Daddy's Pain was just too intense of a topic for debut author. Um, because mm-hmm. the topic of um, DNA and stuff is so controversial, I was concerned that I might tick off some readers, some women, you know. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, I need to come out with something a little, need to come out with something a little racy, something that'll yeah. get, you know, make them take notice, and then I can, then I can hit them with the book I really want to put out. So I wrote this book called The Swap Game about a couple that was swinging and <clears throat> got caught up. And, um, oh wow! Swap Game did well. Swap Game, six years later, still sells well. Um, wow. So when that book took off, I came out with Mama's Lies, Daddy's Pain, probably six months later. And and those two books did so well, I just, decide, I just decided to uh, start publishing other people's work. And as of today, uh, at Holly Grove Publishing, uh, we, we, we published about 18 novels. Hmm, Okay. Very impressive. Um, I remember talking to you some years back, and um, you were, um, I think I asked you about putting some kind of event together, and you were like, oh, no, my schedule's already done for the following year. And I was like, wow, now that's big. That's big to already have your schedule done for the whole prior you know year. We, we haven't even into the new it, year yet. Yes, you know, it's crazy. I mean, we're in 11 now, it's December, and, and my schedule's pretty much booked through October. Um, it's um wow. It's a ble- it's a blessing though, you know, because like I've been, I've been on that side of the coin when mm-hmm. you can't even get you can't even get book clubs to re- to review your book, and you can't mm-hmm. even get you know. I remember when I started in two thousand six. Um, mm-hmm. There was there was some I can remember going to some black bookstore owners, and I couldn't even they wouldn't even let me put the book in there on consignment. So, um, wow. So I've been, I've been on that side of the coin when people didn't want to be bothered. So I, I consider it a blessing, you know. Some six years later, to yes, be as to be as busy as I am, you know. Yeah. Now I know they, um, they had you. I, don't, I think they gave you an award this summer. You were in New Orleans had um, their first annual. 
literary event. What was that? Tell us about that. Yeah, I was at the Bayou Soul uh, Writers Writers and Readers Conference. Right. And, uh, Why? Yeah, it, it was during the Essence Festival weekend. So okay. I was down there doing that. The, the event's put on by a brother named Clarence Nero, who, who happens to be from New Orleans. Uh, I mean, I'm from New Orleans. I don't live in New Orleans now. I live in Dallas, but I'm from New Orleans. And um, so, you know, they asked me to come down at the same time. I was also, I went ahead and, and did that event, and I also did a book signing at at um, at the actual Essence Festival inside the convention center. So it was um, it was a great weekend. Okay. Okay. Now you sold. Um, did you? How were your sales down there? You sold plenty of books down there too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I um, I mean, at that Essence Festival, I, <laughs> yeah, I moved some units that day. Um, I was yeah, going there for three hours. Huh? Yeah, it was crazy. It was. I was there for three <laughs> hours, but I think I sold. Um, you got to remember, I was also there. Omar Tyree was there. Um, during the time I was signing, Omar Tyree was signing, and Ray Nagin, the former mayor of New Orleans, he was there, the guy who was the mayor during Hurricane Katrina. He was, Why? A, few, he was a few tables down. But after after I got up, uh, Mary B. Morrison came sat where I was sitting. And, and there was just a bunch of different authors. That were um, yeah. Ashley and Jaquavis were there that day, so I mean, it was just a lot. Of, you know, it was a lot of authors, um, but I did well that day. I did well. I think I held my own I, during that three hours. Um, I think I sold probably about sixty, seventy books. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That's 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 awesome. Um, I remember. Um, I can imagine what it feels like to be on the other side. Like you said before, you couldn't even get book clubs to even read your book. So it's like sitting on the other side and looking back, like, whew, I made it through you know, that, you know. You, but you know what's crazy, though? I, I can't even say that I've made it through that. Um, I still, I mean, there's so many book clubs out there. And I, I mean, I um, I went ahead today. I agreed to meet with two different book clubs uh, in April and May of next year. I mean, I, I get invites all the time, but I can't go to all of them. Um, right, right. But I try to I try to go to a lot of them. I probably meet with probably about twenty five, thirty book clubs a year. Um, okay. Um, so I mean, I still I never stop doing that, and I don't think as an author you can afford to stop doing that. The moment you get to the point where you're too good to meet with people, that's gonna be that's gonna be mm-hmm. when you're gonna find yourself um you're gonna find yourself uh, in a place you don't want to be. I'll just put it like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, book book clubs, when I first started, there was something that gave me a hard time. Um, some embraced me. But to this day, um, I get a lot of love from a lot of book clubs around this country. Okay. Um, this is really a blessing to have you. On our show, we're just not starting. So I guess when I actually thought about the whole idea, I wasn't even thinking. But I already had a circle, and you were always in my circle. Well, so thank you. I appreciate that. You. No problem. You. I, I've thank been following. You, I have some writers, yeah, that I've been following for um, since '06. I started this black writers thing in '06, so mm-hmm. I really just kind of started putting it out there. But um, I've always, always, you were always on my guest list. Well, I appreciate um, I that. 
No problem. And and now it'll be even more because, like I was telling Nikki um, prior to uh, this interview, that I will be having um, an author's event, different stuff for 2012, and coming out, I'm going to step out and go on tour myself. So I can kind of show up at different yeah. That two that two thing, oof, you know, when I saw you this past weekend that was I had just I just wrapped up a, a twelve city tour. That was number that next day I was in Lansing, Michigan and the day after that wow. I was in Cleveland I was in Cleveland. So that touring, you know what, it, it it was a great experience but um man, I, I when I got back to Dallas on Monday, I wasn't no good until today. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. just tired. Yeah, you got to get some rest off. Yeah, you got to take care of you, or you won't be able yeah. to see nobody. So, so it's, um, yeah. you know, it was it was an experience. It was it was a good experience. You know, I, I was all throughout the Midwest and um, down south. Hit about, uh, I actually I actually ended up canceling uh, three events. So I ended up hitting nine cities in in four weeks. And, wow. Um, it was it was crazy, but 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 it was huh. cool though. You know I'm, that's yeah. that's what I like to do. I like to get out, and meet people, and you know, people buy books from people they like. And I tell yeah, I tell authors that all the time. Yeah. You can't just write a book, sit at mm-hmm. your house, and expect that book to sell itself. You got to get out and grind. So right. anybody anybody who know me know I'm always on the go, always doing something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a hustle, definitely. Continuously, it, it doesn't stop. So, but that's I'm glad you got some rest. Uh, yeah, I was having a conversation with a friend earlier. Like sometimes you you know you just go 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 consistently. You have to stop. You have to take a day and say, okay, I'm not gonna answer no phone calls. I'm not gonna uh uh-uh, uh and just shut down and rest. Because if you mm-hmm. don't, you know you you know good. Um, I do want to ask you um, as far as your writing career, where do you see yourself in five years? What do you want to be in five years? What's your vision for um, what's, what's Holly Brown? What's my vision? Five, you know what? Um, I am. I mean, it's a good question because it's something I've been pondering lately. Um, I went ahead and I signed the. Um, I, I sold the rights to one of my books. Nina's got a secret. Um, a mm-hmm. book that I wrote, two thousand eight. I sold that to Straight by Simon and Schuster. So that book is going to be re-released in. In um, 2012, but okay. you know, one of my at one point after after being an independent, I brought that up because after being an independent um, for, for the first five years, you know, mm-hmm. you always start to wonder um, what your value is or what your worth is, if you will. Um, you know, if you if I was signed with a major publisher, so I went ahead and I to satisfy my own curiosity, I got with an agent. And within 90 days, I had the book deal at Straber and Simon and Schuster. Oh um, my God! Wow. So I just um, you know, but that was just for a one book deal. So technically, I'm independent again. And mm-hmm. I said all that to say because as I once I dipped my foot over in the major publishing house um, arena, um, I realized that in many ways. I'm an independent at heart. You know what I'm saying? I'm a hustler. I'm an entrepreneur. And when mm-hmm. you are when you are signed to a major publishing house, um mm-hmm. 
a lot of times you have to wait. You you have to wait until people um, get to your project, or you have to you have to wait mm-hmm. for things to be done. It ain't no yeah. knock on the people. It ain't no knock on the people. It's just the way the game is. You have to wait, right. and that's fine. But I think I don't think that that works with my personality. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a hustler. I'm an entrepreneur at heart, and entrepreneurs know. We make stuff happen, and we make stuff happen when we want it to happen. So um, once I once I kind of peeked over into the major publishing house world and the book deal, I was like, you know what? Quite frankly, to some degree, I see why I stayed independent so long. Um, I like doing me. I like doing me when I want to do me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, um, and I just think that I think that you have to know what your personality type is. That's not knocking people who have spent their entire career with a major publishing house. I'm not knocking them at all. If you're blessed to be that right. way, then more power to you. I just know me and my personality, um, when I want it done, I want it done. And, right. I, you know, I'm yeah. a do-it-yourself. So, yeah, I'll um, I, so, in, so in five years, in five years, uh, and I, brought, I said all that to say because it's all a part of my thought process as it pertains to that question, in five years, uh, I will probably uh, still be running Holly Grove Publishing unless somebody just makes me an offer I can't refuse. Um, okay. And I and and you know my goal right now is to have my all of my books converted to screenplays. So. Um, mm, okay. Uh, I, in five years, I I pray that um at least one of my novels is on the screen or or is being prepped to be on the screen. Okay. So have you started even, have you dipped oh, into that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the process oh, okay. is already done the way. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, kind of going back to my personality type, I didn't hire a screenplay writer. I, I taught myself how to write them. Oh, my God. That's just. Wow. You know, I, I'm I'm particular. I don't, you know, I. I don't want to turn it over to anybody, and then they don't do it exactly the way I want it done. So if you mm-hmm. want something done right, you do it yourself. So I taught myself how to write screenplays. Yeah, that's now that's hot. <laughs> that's hot. I'm a do-it-yourself. I'm an entrepreneur, but I don't know. It seems like since I've gotten older, like I'm real old, but since I've gotten older, it's kind of like certain things I'll be like, oh, you know what, no. Nah. I'm going to let them handle that. That's what they do. So that's, man, thumbs up for that. Ooh, we, because that's a lot of work. But like you said, it's your personality. And when you have it in you like that, you can't always just sit back and wait. You you want to no, go, I, okay, I, you know what, let I, me go and get this done. Right. Well, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I know how to delegate. I don't have to be in charge of everything. But I learned a long time ago, uh, the 80-20 rule, Pareto's principle, the 80-20 rule, t- 20% of anything usually accounts for 80% of the reward. So, mm-hmm. if you, if, 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 you know, even in this even in this author game, even in this literary game, it's just 20% of the authors making 80% of the noise. The other, 80%, the, the other 80% of the authors are just making 20% of the noise. So the only thing you can aspire to do as an author is to make sure that you are positioning yourself to be in that 20% that's making 80% of the noise. Mm-hmm. So um, when it comes to handling my business, I 
I I am hands on with that twenty percent of the operation that generates eighty percent of the profit. That other eighty percent of the operation that only generates twenty percent of the profit, that's what you delegate. Mhm. So, you know, I um the screenplays, uh, when all said and done, and if this thing happens the way I plan for it to happen, if and when it happens, uh, it's going to account for 80% of my revenue. So I'm hands-on with this. I'm not delegating this. Uh, the other stuff, you can let other people do. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, wee. That's, that's a lot. I, I definitely applaud you for your uh, efforts to step up. That's 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 a lot, but guess what? It's gonna pay off. It's paying off. It's continuing to pay off. So that's, I think um, it is. I think it's you know I'm working progress. I mean, I'm yeah. working progress. You know, so um, I just try to I just try to stay focused and humble and keep it moving. You know. Yes, absolutely. And that's a good thing. That word. That's that word again. Humble. I said that last week with, with J.M. Benjamin. I mentioned humble last week, so that's good that you, it's already in you like that. So, yeah, that's that's definitely a blessing. Yeah, okay. Um, what do, now, what do you have that you want our um, listeners to know about um, 2012, like any current, like, you know, a, another well, book in 2012? Yeah. In 2012, I got a lot of stuff going on. Um, I'm a member of an all-male traveling tour called the Love Lit Tour. Love Lit Tour is me. It's um, me, Moses Miller, mm-hmm. uh, Ricky Teens, and a poet, Mark, Mark Lacey. And okay. we go to different. Last, last year, we also had on tour Dwayne as Jules of Jihad. Vincent Alexandria. This year is just us four, but we go from city to city. Last year we hit, I think, six cities. This year we got we got um, Jackson, Mississippi. We're going to Atlanta, oh. Houston, oh, wow. LA, LA. So it's all male traveling tour uh, called mm. the Love Lit Tour. So that's one thing I got going on. Um, I have a radio show that I host with uh, that I co-host with my friend Trice Hickman called On the Air with Trace and Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's on the air, and that, that'll still be coming um, every two weeks. Uh, we, we start back again in January. Um, I got I got a bunch of projects. I'm co-authoring a book right now with um, a friend of mine, Monique Mensa, Monique D. Mensa. Uh, she and I are writing a book together called Pillow Talk. Okay. Um, I got a book that I I got a book that I wrote. Uh, with a young lady named Dewan Abrams, that book is mm-hmm. called um, "Desperate." That should drop sometime in in 2012. And mm-hmm. I am releasing the sequel to uh, one of my most successful books, "Nina's Got a Secret." I'm releasing the sequel to "Nina's Got a Secret." It's going to be called "Larry's Got a Secret Too." And mm-hmm. um, that comes out in April. Oh, wow. Comes out in April. You said Larry's so, Got a Secret, too? Yeah, that it's called cool. Larry's Got a Secret, too. Um, mm-hmm. and, in, and if you read the book, Me's Got a Secret, those people who read it know that Larry was her husband. And um, oh, wow. Larry was kind of, he was oh. kind of a good guy. Nina, Nina was kind of a villain. Larry was the good guy. 
But in the sequel, uh, what the readers find out is that Larry's got a secret too. So um, that's it. That comes out in April. And uh, other than that, just you know, I'll be featured at, at, at several events. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm just I'm just always on the go, just hustling. And you catch me at the, you know the various literary conferences. Uh, right. So I'm all over the place. Just, just it ain't hard to find. Um, okay. On Facebook, you can find me uh, Facebook dot com backslash Hollygrove Publishing, or you know, I got a fan page Facebook dot com backslash Author Ryan W Smith. Uh, I'm on and Twitter. You also have a radio show too, right? Right on the air with Trace and Brian. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I ain't hard to find. I'm all over the place. Okay. Well, we want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule um, to talk with us so our listeners can know who Brian W. Smith is and what he is all about. You are definitely on the move, and I applaud you for that. Um, There's so much I want to do. I just don't sit down and do it. So I, I (laughs) I think I'll be trying to do too much, so... Like I said, as, as I'm getting older, I'm learning to uh, sit down and, and do one thing at a time. I, I have a book I've been sitting on for over 10 years now. So I said 2012, I'm, uh, I have three books I want to put out. So I'm going to be working. I'm going to be working because well, I need to get back to my writing here. Yeah, I miss it. I miss it. Yeah, I told somebody even in Chicago that night, I don't know if you heard it, but one of the young ladies was asking, she was saying to me how she's written 10 books. But she mm. can't finish. She can't. Fi- she can't finish any of them. She asked me if I had any, any suggestions on how to finish. And my advice to her, I just simply said, you know, there's only two types of people in this world, really. You got talkers mm-hmm. and you got doers. Mm-hmm. Talkers, and, talkers and doers. And the only thing you can right. do is look, look in the mirror and ask yourself, which one are you? Are you a talker or are you right. a doer? You, usually, the talkers end up working for the doers. So. um you know, I, 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 that's my advice I tell people. Are you talking about it or are you about it? Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really yeah. that simple. It really is. It yeah. is a decision. So yeah. we're going to um, conclude our interview, and we definitely okay. appreciate you taking out the time. For us, this will definitely not be, not be our last interview. Um and we will be seeing you again soon. Either no either doubt. I'll be coming down there, or I'll catch you on another tour. So no doubt. I want uh, I want to thank you guys for having me, and I wish you on much much success. Keep doing your thing. Keep grinding, baby. Thank you. Thank you so much. You enjoy the rest of your evening. All right. Okay. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye. We're going to take another break, and we're going to come back and grace you guys with some information as far as uh, Black Writers Space and what we're doing and what we're doing in 2012. So uh, we'll be right back.
Hello, we are back. Um, myself and Mario, we added an extra 30 minutes onto the show today after the interviews because we want to be able to talk to our listeners. Um, feel free to call in and ask any questions. The number is 347, area code 347-215-8712. Again, 347-215-8712. So if you have any questions, concerns, uh, you need any tips on self-publishing, you have a book you want to write, you've been wanting to write for years, or you just want to talk to us, give us a call. We'll, We'll be here for the next 30 minutes. So feel free to call in. Mario? Is going on, hey, um, I just want to um, give our listeners the opportunity to just kind of get them um, an explanation of what we really do. People look at Black Writers Space and say, oh, Black Writers Space, what is, what is that? Or is it just for Black Writers? No, it's not. Black what? Writers Space is pretty much a name. It's a name that a friend of mine you know, I was trying to come up with something. What can I do? My whole concept was networking for writers. No matter what color, it's not a black thing, it's not a white thing. And it's it's worldwide. It's something that I want to do globally, that we want to do globally. So we basically, we both had a passion for writing, and we came together, and we're just running with it. Well, pretty much, like, for the record, for those who do listen to the show itself, like, when you listen to these interviews, this is not a script. This is mostly us coming from our souls, talking to these authors, these poets, these screenwriters, these people that we talk to every day, because we want people to know that when you talk to black writers' space, you're talking to a family. You're not just talking to a person that's getting paid for things or a person that's just out here just to put their name out there. We're actually talking because we care, because we do have passion for the writing styles and, and the readers and, and the things that we talk about every day or every time on Facebook or on the shows itself. So when you listen to the show, know that it's heartfelt. It's, it's no fabrication. Everything is pretty much how we feel about the writing styles and, and the authors and the screenwriters and et cetera. So, Tiffany, how did you feel about Brian W. Smith and Nikki Turner? Like, what did you learn from them as far as the writing yourself? Damn. What did you learn from them? Too much. Um Nikki, like I said, I was just like I've I've always seen what she what she does, how much she does. She she has so many books, it's like crazy. And then even with Brian, Brian, I've been following Brian since '06, and everything he said on there is kind of like wow, you know, wow. He started doing his own. He started his own screenplay for one of his books. That's like, big. who does that? You know, I mean, because I know you sit up and you have all these different ideas in your brain, and then, you know, what we do, you know, we always come and talk to somebody about, well, what do you think about doing this? Blah, blah. And a lot of times it's a lot of negative energy out here. So sometimes if you don't have any support, you have to just go. And so um, hearing that he took it upon himself not to even go find somebody or pay somebody but to research it and do it himself, that's hot. That's high. You don't what get that I, every what time. I pretty much, what I pretty much learned from Nikki was mostly from a man's point of view, looking into a woman's eyes and her vision. It was pretty much like wow, like when she was mm-hmm. stating about uh, pretty much the hood as far as how these women glamorize certain things that goes on in the in the neighborhood, but they don't see the the bad part of it. Like from a man, 
I know what the bad parts are. You know what I mean? Yes. Sometimes we don't yes. want the woman to go through those things with us. We want you to be the backbone, the strength, the, the comfort right. zone. So if I'm out there in the, in the hood doing something, I need to come home to you and 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 you need to take me away from that lifestyle. I don't want to be in the lifestyle right. with you. You know, right. uh, as far as Brian, I mean, patience, like like you said. You know, patience, yeah. you know, like uh, we both writers. We we both got materials sitting on the table that a lot of people right. waiting for us to put out, but it's the patience because this stuff don't happen overnight. You know, I could write 20,000 poems in the next two weeks, but they all not going to come out. So it's the patience right. part that, that we have to really pay attention to because without the patience and, and being humble, there's not no great material regardless of who you are. Right, right. Yeah, it's definitely a hustle. Like both of them said, it's definitely a hustle. It's something that you twenty four seven. Like she said, when she in the in, in uh, Walmart, she either trying to hand somebody <laughs> a bookmark or a business card or here's my book, and then checking to see is my book in here, is my book at this location. So that's hot. That's 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 hot. Um, and then uh, going from even what Brian said about going from the beginning to where you, it's hard for you to even get people to, okay, well, yeah, we'll read it. We'll we'll put it on our list, To Now you got people calling you to get your book or to get you to do a book signing here or can you come to our event, can you make a guest appearance. So that's definitely but, a blessing. But you know what so that is, one, though, right? What? That's God. That's God yes, and hard work. Oh, you know what I mean? Absolutely. That's, that's absolutely. God and hard Without work. Him, and, we are nothing. Uh, we have one caller on hold. Yes, absolutely. Every day, every day. Without him, we won't have any of this. We have one caller. I'm gonna take. Okay. I'm trying to get the caller on the line. Give me one second. Remember patience. Remember patience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please remind me. Please remind me. Well, watch you getting the caller on the line. Just, we want to count more back on blackwriterspace.com. You can check us out. We're on Facebook. And our blog, Black Writer Space. Dot, uh, I'm sorry, www.blogspot forward slash Black Writers Space. Uh, we have some videos on there. Like I said, we're not just about authors and writers. We're um, supporting songwriters, anybody that writes, songwriters, pastors, uh, screenplay writers. So if you fit into any of those categories, we are definitely here to support you. And I am having a problem getting this caller on the line. Maybe you need to be more dedicated to putting this call online. You know what dedication? Remember that. <laughs> right, right. I'm really trying to be dedicated to getting them on here, so I can. I want to hear what our listeners have to say. But I'm getting irritated because I can't figure out what the problem is. Here we are. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Can you hear us? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry it took so long. I had uh, technical difficulties over here. So how are you? What's your name? I'm doing well. My name is Tiasa. 
Um, I'm from South Carolina. Okay. Well, thank you for calling us today. This is my first time listening in on the um, radio show or on the okay. live radio show. And mm-hmm. I would like to say, first of all, I love supporting black writers. Um, I definitely see that it's a hustle. Um, I met an author. Uh, she lives here in the upper Greenville area of South Carolina. And um, I met her and I met a lot of other independent writers through her. And I never really saw how much writers had to hustle. Like, it's seriously a matter of, okay, you have to put yourself out there. You have to do so much. And um, I definitely appreciate it. Um, I've been supporting independent writers for a while. Two of my friends um, are writing right now. One is a poet. Another guy, he actually has a few books published. Um, I think they're self-published, if I'm not mistaken. And I want to write myself someday. Um, I'm a college student right now. I'm 22. Um, So I'm a baby. (laughs) But I definitely want to write. And I want to say that you all inspire me a lot to write. And um, (laughs) I very much appreciate black authors. Thank you so much. For that, that really means a lot. It really does. Like, I'm going to go to sleep, like, thinking about that because <laughs> that's my whole goal. Seriously, I have been, I'm telling you, I've been wanting to do this for so long. I never knew it was going to get to this point, but I knew when I when I came up with, with the whole Black Writer Space concept, and I just love supporting them, like, put me in the middle of an event with nothing but writers and, and how they have the vendor tables and everybody's buying um selling their books and, you know, I get to collect the business cards and the, and the bookmarks and the books and read the books and the, the stories that you hear. <laughs> we all know yeah. about the big names in the um, fiction, nonfiction, in the literary field, period. But when you hear about Shay Shay down the street that had a book <laughs> and, and she wrote it, and I'm, no, I'm serious, and she went through this and she went through that, and then a lot of times you read stuff and it's like, oh, I went through this too. So it's so touching. And so it's like you're really touching someone's life um, when somebody takes their life story and puts it in print and puts themselves out there like that. It's they really helping somebody. It's not about being embarrassed or being, because even with my book, I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. I'm not holding back nothing because I'm tell, if I'm going to tell it, I'm going to tell it. So I love you, like, like you're one of my top five writers. <laughs> yeah, it's like... I just, I, I want people to know, yeah, I went through this, and guess what? I made it. Because you never know who's on the other end reading your book, and they may be going through that very same thing or something worse or something not as bad. So they can look at it both ways. Like, okay, well, she went through that. Wow. So if she made it through that, then I can make it through this, you know. So it, it gives them strength. Uh, it makes their faith stronger. And, and of course, I always got his forefront. You know, without him, I can't do anything, and that's pretty much what helped me make it through. So, yeah, that's that's definitely um, <laughs> good to hear that we are touching somebody. Um, and I really, really appreciate you for calling. Mario, did you want to say something? I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you, South Carolina. You know, that's <laughs> we Chicago. You you listening to us? That that's very heartwarming to us. You know, because we. We put a lot into this, you know, like you said, we we put all our efforts. We got families we go home to. We got things we do every day, but we still find a way to, to make sure that the listeners can tune in and listen to us or find ways to put their material out there so we can help them with it. So we appreciate it. 
Yes, we really appreciate you calling. Now we know we have a dedicated call uh, listener. Because um, <laughs> yes. I try to put it out there on Facebook. I don't know if everybody, you know, because people are on it off Facebook, so I continuously post when we have an upcoming show and who our guest is going to be. And, you know, and we're also going to have some shows where we may not have a guest, but we're going to talk about, uh, self-publishing and different. I always promote self-publishing. There's nothing wrong with being signed under someone, but I just don't want people to feel like it's a limit. You know, we don't right. we don't like to live with limits. So sometimes when you're going under a publisher or you have your story already and you send it in and then, you know, you have to wait to be approved. When you self-publish, you don't have to wait for approval. You know, you pretty much just already approved. All you have to do is go through the steps. Yes, it takes a little more work, maybe a lot more work. But in the end, guess what? You get to reap the benefits of all your sales. You keep all your money to yourself. And um, you can also, it's a start to start your own publishing company. So then you can help others. So I'm just pumped. I'm excited about that. <laughs> I do have um, one um, I know South Carolina is a very small state. But um, we do have a lot of talented writers here, so I was wondering, like, would you all like be interested in like having um, a Black Writers Summit, if you will? Um, I know, like, the dean of the School of English at my university, I go to HBCU. She's always trying to get Black writers um, to come to our schools. I know last year or two years ago, she got Rosalind to come and visit, and I know Bertice Berry. She's been there, um, been to Claflin several times. And so I was wondering, like, would you all be interested in having, like, a black writer's summit where you actually have published authors self-published or whether they're under a publishing company, and you all, like, you know, give advice. Like, even I'm in a sorority. One of my stars wrote a book herself last year. And, like, you know, I'm pretty sure she would love to be able to connect with someone like you or any other author. So, like, would you all be interested in something like that? Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm sitting here. I'm about like I could just run around the block right now. Um, <laughs> you have to excuse me. I get excited, and I, I, I just, yeah, absolutely. We would definitely be interested in something like that. That's right up my alley. I just got through speaking that I was going to start going on tour, 2012. I haven't sat down and did a schedule yet, but mm-hmm. I spoke it, and then you called with this. So that's just God. But what I need you to do is, uh, what I need you to do is email me your information, mm-hmm. and I will give you a call tomorrow. Great. My email Great. is, yeah, my the email is blackwriterspace with two s's, blackwriterspace mm-hmm. at gmail dot com. Okay. Great. Yes, absolutely. And then, um, is this your number that you're calling from? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'll just make a note of your number. And how do you spell your name? Tiasha, T-I-A-S-H-A. Okay, oh, Tiasha, okay. And what's your last name? Jones. Jones. Okay, I thank you so much for calling. Oh, my God, I'm so, so pumped. You just, um, girl. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling. God bless you, and we will definitely be in contact. You got the email address, right? Yes, yes. I just wrote it down. <laughs> okay, okay. Just send me your email, and um, I will be kind. I will contact you tomorrow. 
great, great. It'll be it's awesome. It's been planned out and started. I'm really excited now. We got our first date. South Carolina, <laughs> here we come. Yes. <laughs> oh, here we come, uh, I'm a fan of the, of the Carolinas, man. Here we come. <laughs> come on down. Thank you so much. I really Thank appreciate you. you calling. And um, just feel free. Call in anytime. If you have any suggestions, pass the word. That's what we need you to do. Continue to pass right. the word about Black Writer Space. If you know of anybody that has a book published, if they want to publish a book and they don't know how to do it, Black Writer Space. We on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Uh, we have a blog. Have you been to our blog? Uh, no, this is my first time ever tuning in. I follow you on Facebook, and that's how okay. I found out about the show tonight. So I'll definitely okay. look into everything. Yeah, I, I I do post all day long, so the blog, the link may be on there. If not, the link is uh, com forward slash Black Writer Space. So, okay. yeah, check us out, and um, I will definitely be in contact. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Hello, people. We are still here. If anybody else wants to call in, we'll, we have another 10 minutes. Um, the um, number is area code 347-215-8712. Area code 347-215-8712. We do want to hear from you. We definitely want to hear from you. Um, we're just here kind of wrapping things up, but we want people to know exactly what we're doing at Black Writers Space and what we stand for and um, that we're just here for support. Like if you have a book, you want to get published, um, we have tips for that. We have um, outsourcing that we do with different publishing companies. We're connected with some major writers. We just did an interview with Nikki Turner and Brian W. Smith, so they're definitely both um, to awesome writers. They've been on bestseller list, New York Times, USA Today, uh, Essence. So the list of those online. And we will be continuing to um, do our interviews and just keep an open connection with people in the writing field. We kind of want to build this global, worldwide um, supporting system for writers. You know, not that it doesn't already exist, but we want to create our own world when it comes to writing. So we're going to um, take a quick break right now, and we will be right back.
Hello, we are back. Um, and I just want to say that um, we really appreciate our listeners. We really appreciate um, our caller. We just had a caller call in from South Carolina, and she actually wants to invite Black Writers Space to come and do a writer's summit. I mean, that's just, that's just God. That's just going to keep it real. That's just God, really, seriously, because he knows our um he knows what he has set forth for us. So, I mean, you know, I wasn't just born and just created all this by myself. He already had all of this stuff planned before the foundation of stuff. I'm not going to preach today, but um, I'm going to let Mario come in, and he's going to um, take us out of here. Mario? Hey, Tiff, I'm here. I'm, I'm here listening hey. to everything. Yeah, I know I get a little excited, but go ahead. I'm going to let you have the floor. Well, it's, it's okay to be excited because that, that means that the it's working. You know what I mean? We, we, we're we excited because we're helping others and others are helping us also. So I'm excited too, you know. I'm, the anxiety is kicking in also, you know what I mean, because like you said earlier, we wasn't expecting to be in this position like we are today. So and I'm with you. Mm-hmm. So right now, I just pretty much want to uh, just recite a little poem, you know, because I know a lot of the listeners uh, know me for writing a lot of poetry and posting things on Facebook and stuff like that. So I kind of just want to share a little bit just to, just to see how it goes, you know. The, the title is called Butterfly. Uh, here we go. So many colors, like a rainbow across the sky, lighting up the darkness. Your essence is not a surprise. I see you every day. I'm starting to fall in love. Sometimes I wave at you. Your flight is more flawless than a dove. I miss you in the winter. Guess you cold just like me. When the spring and summer come, I notice our relationship began. Glad are you, I'm glad you are back. In the winter, you do cheat. Because when the season changes, you get so bright to me. I never hurt you. That's a fight I do not need. I let you fly across my life with that exotic and peaceful speed. That poem that I wrote called Butterfly, a lot of people, they they think I'm talking about a woman or they think I'm talking about something symbolic or love or whatever, but I'm mm-hmm. actually talking about a butterfly. If you pay attention mm-hmm. to a butterfly, that's what it does. That's the cycle mm-hmm. of a butterfly. You see what I mean? So writing can be all types of things when you pay attention to it. It's just what you feel of, when you, what you feel when you read it. So yeah. I'm, I hope you guys enjoy that. You know, so that got you different. All right, that was awesome. Um, I can't wait for you to do your book. Really, really, it's like it's time. It's time. 2012. Got to get that book out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying myself. 2012, I got to get it out. I got to get it out. I'm going to have to set aside some time and sit down and write. And I think Nikki mentioned that. The challenging thing is sitting down and doing it. (laughs) You know, it's like because we could do everything else and then say that for last. Nope. And then when I do it, oh, my God, it's so – and it's emotional, too. So it's something like, oh, man, well, depending on what you're writing on. I'm writing about my life, so it's like – really emotional, and you get all caught up, you look up, you, um, one day I looked up, I'm writing, I was crying, I'm like, oh, my God, wow. So it just brings out, but it needs to come out. 
So when I talked earlier about writing being therapy, it's like, okay, well, it has to come out some kind of way. So, But I still, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Um, we are going to conclude the show. And um, I'm going to play one last song, but we really want to thank, again, thank all our listeners, um, whether this was your first time tuning in or if you were with us last week. Um, we just want to say that we appreciate you listening to us and giving us a chance. There's so many different uh, Block Talk radio shows out here, so you really could be using your time to listen to somebody else, but you took the time out to specifically listen to us. So we appreciate that. And um, we will be back next week, Tuesday. We're going to be doing Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6 p.m. I do have a guest for Tuesday, J. Anthony Graves. He has a book called Dead End. So stay tuned for that, and uh, we're going to talk with him and see what's going on. We're going to talk about his book and his future endeavors and um, his writing career and his vision and so forth. You know how we get. We don't have a script here. We just pretty much talk. We want to talk. We want a conversation. We want to learn you. We want to find out about you and pretty much just let you know that we're here for support. So, um, Thank you all for listening. Um, Stay tuned with us on Facebook. We have a Facebook personal page, Black Writer Space Magazine launch. We will be launching the magazine, I think, in between March and April for Black Writer Space Magazine. So if you'd like to be featured in the magazine or if you'd like to advertise, we'll be our second advertisement. And uh, we will be advertising on the show also. So I'll be posting all those different things on Twitter and Facebook, but we're going to leave you with um, uh, a song, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you for coming in.
Can hear me, baby. 